Welcome to Indie Reads Aloud, a storytelling podcast with your host, Diana Catherine Plopa. Come gather round, grab a snack, and listen to a story. Each week, we'll feature a new indie author with a story to tell. There are no long-winded interviews, no sales pitches, just stories. Most of the stories we'll tell will be family-friendly, but if they're not, you'll get fair warning before the reading begins. If you want to hear more, investigate the story notes for links to the author and where to buy their books. You can find us at dkpwriter.com. And now, sit back, relax, and listen to a story. Welcome, everybody. We have another fun episode of Indie Reads Aloud today. Mark M. Bello is returning, and he's going to read a new children's book for us today. Um, it's fairly new. came out in the spring, right, Mark? That is correct. Awesome. Mark Bello is an attorney and award-winning author of realistic fiction and political legal thrillers. Retired from handling high-profile cases, Mark now gives the public a front-row seat watching victims fight for justice in our civil and criminal justice systems. Mark's award-winning Zachary Blake thriller, legal thrillers mirror our times and the events that shape our country. In addition to being an author and veteran attorney, Mark is a member of numerous trial lawyer associations and a feature writer for the Legal Examiner and other popular blog sites. He has written articles for numerous publications and made guest appearances on radio and talk shows um, and multiple podcasts. In his spare time, Mark enjoys traveling and spending time with his family. He and his wife, Toby, have now four children and how many grandchildren, Mark? Nine. Nine grandchildren. It's amazing. I can't even imagine chasing so many little people. Neither can I. <laughs> Until it happens. <laughs> so today, Mark is doing something that's a little new for him. He wrote a um, children's book called Happy Jack, Sad Jack. Jack has always been a very happy little boy. But when he starts kindergarten, he discovers he is different than the others. For the very first time, he is bullied. Happy Jack suddenly becomes Sad Jack. What should Jack do? Should he tell an adult? His parents? Would his teacher or his principal understand? What can they do to help? As parents, we want certain things for our kids. Mainly, we want them to be happy. Can today's kids celebrate their differences? Or are they doomed to fight over them like generations before? And hopefully, this story today will help us find the answer to that question. Mark, when you are ready, please take the microphone and read aloud. Before I start reading, uh, you can see on my screen there's a uh, the first illustration in the in the little book. Uh, that is Happy Jack when he was happy, and the illustrations in the book are all done by Melinda T. Falgut, uh, who has uh, most of the people in 
Diana's little group know is a wonderful, wonderful children's author and a brilliant illustrator. And I'm really, really pleased and um, honored to have her illustrate Happy Jack. Uh, she makes the book, uh, her illustrations. Yep, she is a spectacular author and illustrator. I'm so glad that you brought to our attention her wonderful work. Will you read I, us the story, pretty please? I would have, uh, I would have um, released the second one already, but I have to wait for her, <laughs> her busy schedule to, to yes, illustrate. But, Quality art too. takes time, and we all understand that. She promises me August, and so we'll see. Excellent. All right. So this is Happy Jack, Sad Jack, a bullying story. Oh, I, I got to go back. I'm sorry. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Jack. His mommy was white. His daddy was black. He loved his father and sure loved his mother. He loved little Dylan his dear baby brother. Jack was quite happy, his smile so bright. He loved running and jumping or flying a kite. It was September, time for Jack to start school. He turned five in June and that was the rule. Time to start kindergarten, he called with a smile. Mommy was sad, he'd be gone for a while. When the bus came to pick Happy Jack up, he smiled, kissed his family, and Banjo, their pup. The bus drove to school, picked up more girls and boys. They all laughed and screamed. There was way too much noise. They pulled up to the school. Kids got off the bus. The teachers all gathered, making a fuss. They all went inside. Mrs. Reed started class. They had lots of fun. The day went by fast. It was soon time for recess. They all went outside. There were playgrounds and gym sets and skateboards to ride. Jack was so happy, he shouted with glee. But then a boy pushed him. Jack fell on his knee. As Jack rose to his feet, he cried out in pain. The boy ran right over and pushed him again. Jack began crying. His knee felt so bad. For the very first time, happy Jack became sad. Jack returned to class with a very sad face. He went to the back and stared into space. Mrs. Reed noticed Jack. It didn't take long. She walked over to him and asked, Jack, what is wrong? I hurt my knee during recess. Jack frowned and he cried. He was taught not to tattle. That's why he lied. As more days went by, the mean boy teased Jack. Jack grew sadder and sadder. He refused to go back. Mommy and daddy became quite concerned. If Jack stayed at home, how would he learn? They talked and talked to decide what to do 
they made an appointment with Principal Lou. Mom and dad went to school to find out what was wrong. Jack was not happy they brought him along. Lou counseled Jack, son, you'll not be in trouble if you tell me what happened right now on the double. I won't tattle, Jack moaned, but this isn't my fault. When bad things don't stop, you must tell an adult. The principal looked at Jack right in the eye. Jack paused, his eyes wet. He confessed with a sigh. A boy pushed me down just because I am black. I was happy before. Now I'm sad, cried brave Jack. I'll talk to this boy, pledged Principal Lou. The boy is a bully. He's picking on you. I'll call a meeting. We'll straighten this out. I'll bring in his parents. There should be no doubt. The school will act with this boy in his place. We must all get along, each religion and race. The mean boy and his parents met with Principal Lou. Jack and his parents were in the room too. Your behavior was awful, Lou scolded the lad. What you did to small Jack makes us all very sad. What did he do? The boy's dad demanded. Tell him, Lou urged. We have caught you red-handed. I did what you taught, dad. I pushed little Jack. He shouldn't be here. We're white and he's black. I'm ashamed, the dad answers. I apologize. It's not taught at home. My boy's telling lies. Tell Jack you're sorry. These actions have ended. He'll have to go home as of now he's suspended. I don't say I'm sorry to someone like Jack then I'm sorry, son, you may never come back. When the meeting was over, they left in a huff. Jack's parents were grateful that Lou hung so tough. Principal Lou gathered all at the school to tell every student the new golden rule. To bully is wrong. That behavior has ended. There are all kinds of families, black, white, and blended. People are different in color, shape, size, ears, noses, mouths, and different shaped eyes, different races and genders, more too, Christian or Buddhist or Muslim or Jew. But there's one thing in common we all have in this place. We are all valued members of this human race. So everyone, that's what happened back then. I'm glad to report Jack is happy again. I must tell you though, and please don't forget, happiness for everyone has not happened yet. There are lessons to learn from Jack's story and rhyme and happily ever after may still happen sometime. The ending's on us. We must all stay strong and know in our hearts that bullying 
is wrong. Da, 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 da. Thank you very, very much. What a great story. Um, what was your favorite part about writing this book, Mark? Oh, I don't know. I, I just, my feeling is, and I've shared this with, with a few people, but my feeling is that messages about social justice and safety are getting to children too late in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a, a book where a child is bullied as early as kindergarten. I don't know how realistic that is. I don't ha- have a, any statistics that suggest that a child might be bullied in kindergarten. And it might be a tough issue for a kindergarten, a kindergarten, kindergarten student, a kindergarten (laughs) student to digest. But I, uh, that's one of the reasons why I chose a story in rhyme and I tried to make it a a lighthearted and a family book. Uh, And Melinda's beautiful illustrations make a huge difference, I think. Absolutely. Uh, Um, this, we were talking off, off the air about the second book and the second book is about distracted driving and doing two things at once when you should only be concentrating on one. And, um, examples of that in my law practice where a, uh, mother or father are driving a car a child's in the back seat in a car seat and they're using their phone or they're texting and driving or they're putting on makeup or they're eating food and they don't even think about the precious cargo that they have in the back seat another example of what we're talking about a very tragic example is this phenomenon of of um hot cars and leaving kids because you're so distracted you yep. leave a kid in the car on a hot day and, and tragedy happens. Yeah. So I, I think this series of books is going to be really helpful for families and children to to get these messages at an early age. And I'm, I'm really pleased that you're taking the time to do this work. And what, what I'd like to do is, is go to the schools. Uh, I'm trying to put together a webinar that I'll deliver to schools, whether they whether I go there live or whether I don't. Right. Right. Um, and have these messages heard by kids as, as young as possible so that if they're in the back seat, they're taught to speak up. Yeah. Sure. Mom, you're talking and driving at the same time. You're texting and driving at the same time. Stop that. Uh, Mom, I'm being bullied at school instead of what Jack did, which is kept, kept it to himself until he was forced to um Right. And and sometimes when little sometimes when little people wait to tell their story, it can grow into a bigger problem. So I love that this is this is a wonderful story that encourages little people to stand up for themselves and um, and tell the truth. Instead of waiting, which I think is very helpful for all the students. And this little conflict between don't tattle on your fellow students versus tell an adult when something bad is happening to you. And I think kids need to know the difference between what uh, a minor little event is that you don't tattle on somebody over 
versus a major it's, event. And, and it, that's a difficult line for a lot of it adults sure to draw. So, it sure is. So it, I, I think books like this help to illustrate the message, and I'm so glad that you came on the program today to read it for us. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you had me do that. When the next book is ready, I hope to see you again. You shall. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too, Diana. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Indie Reads Aloud Radio. We hope you'll join us again next week for another story. If you're an indie author and you'd like to share your story with us, visit our website at dkpwriter.com to sign up and read aloud.